It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Right, week one is in the books, and what a week it was. I am joined by two familiar voices, Tony Two Times, aka Like Say, and the man who beat me by one point, Foil, a perfect uh, Pietro. Um, we're going to be talking more about the good and the bad. Shut your mouth. Uh, we're going to talk about the good and the bad from week one, and look forward to week two with some waiver suggestions. And we're going to preview Thursday night football, uh, Washington versus. Giants, how are you guys doing? What's your favourite part? Favourite part of week one? Joe Mixon's RB1 season. <laughs> Joe Mixon season. That was my, that was my favourite season. <laughs> what a league. The RB1. The <laughs> RB1. No one's overreacting after week one, but it no, is Joe no, Mixon no. season. It's Joe Mixon season. It is Joe and Mixon. Zeke, get rid of him. And Mike Evans, but no one's over. <laughs> hey, what was your favorite part of week one besides robbing me of a bit? Uh, oh. Not angry, although I did tell you. You, <laughs> you might have. It has to be losing to my own brother by barely the point, yet winning in a dynasty league in a full rebuild where I really don't need to win. It's probably the <laughs> highlight of my week. Uh, that is welcome back to fantasy uh, football 101. Oh, that's a killer. The frustration kicked in. But don't worry, Pete, because Shallow sat on this podcast, which who, for the listeners is your brother, your daughter, and he told us that Donald was going to outscore Burrow and that Swift was a sit for the week. And that's probably the reason he's not here tonight, because he, he cannot show his face or his voice after his It's a shame he's not here. Yeah, it is a shame. But I think he knew Tony was going to go after him. So he's taken a week off. <laughs> And we've got the better brother, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. He's no got doubt. more rings, that's for sure. Let me just ask you, let me just say, Burrow and Darnold actually finished really close, so I, I can't give him much stick for that. Darnold no. had 19 and Burrow had 20. So Burrow did win and they did have the overtime, which, which is what he basically said. Uh, that's why he won. But I can't give him much stick for that one. Um, but the Swiss won. Well, we know. We know, yeah. we know the Cheddar's got a problem with Swift. Big problem. And, uh, it's become unhealthy, to be honest. But um, Swift has sessions and say, so. yeah, I am happy. <laughs> Swift proving wrong. Um, but yeah, so today we're gonna we're gonna go through game by game week one. Um, quick fire. We're looking for stars and Taraz. And so a star obviously is uh, is a stud of the week, and a Taraz is for anyone. Um, doesn't understand the thing that means goodbye in Welsh, and obviously this is very Welsh podcast, despite some of the Italian <laughs> names you may see up here. This is a very Welsh podcast. So a Tarar is someone we're looking to potentially, basically, could have had a bad week, week one, maybe you're looking to phase them out, but we'll add the context because some of these players obviously will thank that. <coughs> Aaron Rodgers. Also, also Matt, um, Star and Cheerio doesn't really go together, does it? No, so exactly. Yeah, to, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we workshopped it this afternoon, Tony, for a couple of hours. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, got to <laughs> that's where all the money's gone, is it? <laughs> for the market. Well, lad. That's why you work for free, Pete. Um, <laughs> so, with, with, uh, with the first game, then, let's go to the, the firecracker that was um, Tampa versus the Cowboys. Kicked off the season last. Tony, you first. Give us a, give us a start and a wrap. 
well, the stars. You could, it's stars plural. You could pick anyone really, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose a star that's gonna come up in the maybe in the waiver wire discussion later. Cedric Wilson, I think. Uh, I think he will become a star in three wide receiver sets. He'll just take Gallup's position. So we'll do, we will definitely discuss that in the waiver wire portion of the show later. And a Tarah for me is Ronald Jones. I mean, you can, you can't start him after that. Um, I've just seen a report actually just come across that Arians has forgiven him. But how much do we actually believe that? I think he's I a Tarah for now. He's a Tarah for, tara for now from the starting lineup. How about that? Anything to add on to that? Any of your own suggestions? I, for the start, I, I think we can't stop ignoring Gronk. I mean, last year, you could see the direction he was going. And then towards the playoff, they'd exploded, him and Brady, the connection. And it's carried on now. So I think you have to recognize he is a top 10 tight end this year. Treat him as such. Antonio Brown, obviously, following the same projection. So he's worth Superstar. a nod. For not, and probably a late round. Well, I say late round, but a steal in the draft, let's say, carries on. But yeah, I can't disagree with those running backs. I, we knew it was coming. <laughs> this is the thing. We all knew it was going to be an issue. Um, so yeah, you can't touch him any of them. And it's going to stay like that. And there's a few backfields like that, which you'll probably get on to. Yep. Just a quick one for Antonio Brown. Is your cell high? Can you keep hold of him? Or would you be looking? In what you can't sell him in dynasties, he's too old, and you can't sell him in redraft because you've gone for a steal. So, oh, yeah, I don't know I don't why think, you would sell. I wouldn't sell him, I'd just pay him and, and enjoy the game he's gonna give you. He's, he's a perfect flex because you've got him around 10, so you're bound to have starters around, around six and seven that you can plug in. So, he's a nice flex who's gonna like blow up now and again, and like he did this week. Okay. Moving on then, the Colts and the Seahawks. Seahawks won this one. Lucky out of game. Who's your star? Who's your Um, so for me, the star is Lockett, as you mentioned, because I I just think he's the first he's the first option in Wilson's passing game. Um, I know Metcalf. We're gonna, you know, Pietro's a very big fan of Metcalf. I was always been on the Lockett side, always. Um, and it helped that they were playing against his own defense here, which I think I, I tweeted as well. You know, Lockett does like to find those gaps in the zone. Metcalf is better against man to man, so when they play a man to man team, Metcalf will produce. Um, but yeah, another start. Let me just put another start in there. Zach Pascal is going to be picked up. He's another name we need to talk about later. Um, because he's shot in this game, especially in the red zone. A Tara for me, Harris Campbell, get rid of. Easily, um, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't touch any of the Indianapolis Colts tight ends. I was looking for one of those to battle, but they didn't. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would only throw in a couple. Of, I think Zach Pascal's is a bit of gold right now. I know he got a lot of the red zone looks, but there's still too many options. And I would be a little bit worried when T.Y. Hilton comes on. Comes back, which hopefully is soon. Apparently, it's only three weeks, four weeks. You never know. But he was getting a lot of red zone looks, apparently, in camp. So I am confident he's going to have a big role to play when he comes back. And to if. be honest, that back, if and what, yeah, it's always the same question. But yeah, 
Hines definitely picking up from last year, got a big contract, and he did really well in PPR. I think it was, well, I wouldn't say it was a spit, but it was, he definitely did well alongside Jonathan Taylor there, taking a few carries and most of the passing down work. So, you know, so, yeah. fools, in terms of fools go, I remember last year, week one, I spent 40% of my budget on Heinz mm-hmm. after a big first week. Can anyone remember that battle we had on the waiver wire? Week oh, one, yeah, week I, mean, I, I, yeah. I remember Fantastic. you dropped him. I, exactly. <laughs> so I went in, spent 40% of my budget, and then dropped him. He was unplayable for two or three weeks after that, and I was livid that I lost so much money. So he's done it again, week one. Uh, <laughs> Marlon... <laughs> Marlon Mack actually did not play, doesn't he? He, he, he wasn't even selected no. to kind of dress up. So that's interesting. I think if he does play next game, Heinz, yeah, I'd like to see Heinz's uh, snap count when Max health. Yeah, it was a big deal. They, you got this off season. They're going to use him. And I think what you saw week one is going to be maybe not as much, but there or thereabouts where he's going to get most week games like that. Unlock it. We all know what he can do. It's the same problem, inconsistency. He's going to throw up a donut at some point. We all know it. <laughs> you just got to make sure he's on your bench when he does. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right, moving on then. Uh, surprising result. Texans, yeah, Texans took this one. I'm reluctant to say any of the running backs are Houston. Stars just because they used to run them back, and I think I'm going to say Tyrod Taylor. Um, and because just because I think his role his role is secure for the rest of the season, I don't think what they're snapped, and I don't think they're going to work. And I think this was a big game for him. I think he started off bad, then he could have been looking over his shoulder. But in terms of fantasy, he's put up 25 points, 25 fantasy. And we know what he can do on the ground before he's rushing down. So his floor is deep. That's what running quarterback. Uh, I would call him a star. The yeah, hurrah yeah. for me, it's got to be sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, top 12 on the week. Yeah. And the hurrah for me has got to be Robinson. I don't think stars with that work. We talked about this. We said, what would they, would this coaching staff do? Would they give him the work? Had that. You saw this fancy. Look what happened when he shared. Now, obviously, they were behind earlier. Right? Some, but mm-hmm. on the opposite side of that, actually, you got really good. Uh, so he would be. And I'd be scared to start. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I got to agree with most of that, but I will say last year, the difference was James Robinson, when they went behind, they still ran him, which was the anomaly. Now it's kind of back to normal football. You're behind, you don't run the ball. So it might be a bit unfair because they were quite far behind. They were never going to run it. So I don't know whether to give up on him just yet. My worry is more with the receivers. They spread the ball about a lot. And... I wouldn't feel comfortable knowing which one to start each week until I mm. see a bit more. I, he's a rookie QB, obviously. I don't know who his favorite is yet, so I'd want to see a bit more before I trust any of them. Like, 
reason Chenault's on most of my benches until I can trust him in the flex spot at least. So yeah, they they be my dangers, but yeah, I won't give up on obviously Robinson just yet. I wait to see what they can do if they ever take the lead. Are you? I gotta agree with Tyrod. Are you going to no, start James Robinson? Because Denver's another good team. You just don't want to be running again. Yeah. I just can't see the Jags putting up the points. I, I'll wait for a best matchup. You, to be honest, where you drafted him, you may be in a sticky spot with Gamble got a choice. Mm. So it may be irrelevant what we say here. But yeah, Tyrod's, I really like, he's definitely on a flex radar now. Is the streamer radar, sorry. Oh, absolutely. For QBs, yeah. if you're struggling. Yeah, I love it. You said avoid the running backs. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking not at sure. the matchups again. So who have they got next week? They've got at Cleveland. I think that's tough. Are you really going to roll out one of those against Cleveland? I personally won't be, but I don't think you can say that people who are struggling with most of its injury with all the IRs that they may have had already might be looking for a cheeky touchdown from Ingram, who's definitely good for one again. If you're really, really struggling, then you know I won't look too far below him. He's yeah. a decent shape for a touchdown. I, I like the fact that obviously the volume is there, 26 guys. We'll probably talk about him in the waiver, waiver wire a bit. But, you know, zero receptions. scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, on to the Falcons and the Eagles. This one was built for the uh, score fact. Didn't quite go that way. Jalen Hurts had a day. Uh, yeah. Oh, you've ruined him off. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I well, it. actually, my, my star is going to be my star is going to be Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith, like always, uh, <laughs> on this podcast, I think like he's one person. very, very smooth. Uh, I've said it all along. And Matt's jumped on it as well, but I really think all summer I was looking at his rights in in, in college. He looked exactly the same in this game. Now they were playing Atlanta. We were playing a bit soft on him. No one was really getting physical in his face. That's what I'm going to be looking for. You know, I'm not a bit surprised by that, actually, given his frame stature. I thought they would be in his face, throwing him off his right to it. But he seemed just to glide into the zones, uh, you know, the whole zone. His touchdown was a thing of beauty as well. Um, so, yeah, he's a star. And obviously, that's aligned with Hurts playing well. My Tarah, well, you know, you look on the other side of the the ball, it's got to be, you know, it, you could pick any of these. I, I don't think Mike Davis is a Tarah. Um, I heard that on a podcast recently. I didn't like that at all because I think he um, looked really good in the first quarter when he was competitive. He looked, you know, he came out the block firing. Um, so actually, I would say, you know, Tarah's got to be Russell Gage and Zachary, uh, Zachary whatever his name is. Olamide Zachary, he's got to be, <laughs> he's got to be a fade. Basically, any other receiver apart from Ridley, and also you could argue about Ridley as well, but we won't call him Tarah just I disagree with the second part of that. The star is, is Jalen, let's be honest. Talking about all summer and we muffed. He is. Yeah, yeah. The man, uh, the man who can't throw the ball, who was uh, throwing it for fun and he was getting there every time. You've got to remember who's been saying that Jalen can't do. He is. Has refused to be on the podcast tonight. Tell her, what's the opinion? The Eagles fan himself. Exactly. Um, Always wrong. He hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Look at this way. If you got Jalen, it's going to be draft. Wow, very, very happy draft performance. And you, Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Antonio Brown, two of them so far. P. Yeah. Pick. They did. Most of it was a hit, wasn't it? Uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jalen Hurts, 
Yeah, you got to like it. I disagree, to be honest. I think the logic is there that Mike Davis is very risky from here on out. From what I saw with the Falcons, they're going to be behind <laughs> pretty much every game. They can't stop anything. So you want a team that's going to be behind and you've got the running back, you're going to be worried, let's be honest. He's, he was probably already in your flex spot and you got someone on the bench should be challenging him mm. but yeah i again i go on no i'm more obviously i'm more worried about that pass for steven literally you really was the only receiver to catch the ball are we saying patterson is a running back because he got seven carries so if we're saying cordell patterson is a running back not one other receivers caught the ball but five calvin, calvin ridley was the only player to catch i've never seen that before one receiver pitts caught the game ball. Well, yeah, but we know he's classified as a tight end, but, you know. A receiver, in other words. <laughs> yeah, but, and Hurst. Hurst, obviously, okay. Hurst. I think, I, if I'm honest, I think Carpet <coughs> did line up outside a lot more than I thought he was going to. And we knew Hurst would be involved. So, really, you know, it's, it's Ridley and Pitts and Hurst as the kind of three that are running routes out there. But the others can be dropped. Gage has rostered in a few leagues. I think he can be dropped safely. Yeah, also, Boston, anyone... Boston Scott can be gone as well. He was 50-50. As, uh, was it him or Gainwell? I think Boston Scott can be dropped safely. Yeah. I have. I know he says an argument. I've got no concern, to be honest with Pitts or Ridley. That ball is going to be in the air a lot. They're going to be behind a lot. I have no concerns. Matt Ryan airing it out. There'll be interceptions galore if you're playing them. So I'd be streaming defences. I wouldn't be playing the Falcons running backs. And I would be playing those two receivers, but you're right, no one else outside of them. At Tampa Bay, next game, you're playing Pitts away outside. If you, I think, to be honest, a bit of a relevant question. If you drafted Pitts, you're playing him. You likely don't have an appetite then. I would, honestly, if, I, I'd be scared to play him. I would pick, give me I'll name put it on this the way. Wire. I've got, I, in only one league, I have Gronk and Pitts, and I will be benching Pitts for Gronk, and that is a no-brainer yep. for me. It's a no-brainer, but I would go deep. But, we'll talk about the waiver wire options later. Okay. Um, but I, I'm I might scared to play Pitts. Right, yeah, I wouldn't it. be happy about it, but I, I said you might have little choice. You're gonna play as many players. Load up. <laughs> Load it up. Right, Washington Chargers. Chargers won this one. Tight game. Um. Uh, the start for me was Mike Williams and his receiving, well, his targets and his reception. Let's, let's talk about his targets first. 12 targets from Mike Williams, who was renowned really as a deep threat all last year and always never got that volume ever. All of a sudden, he's getting 12 targets. That's a start for me. Um, and one name that I'm watching very closely. Um, the the Tarah is kind of linked to the injury to Fitz. Now, it, who outside of McLaurin is going to shine? You know, we were looking at Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas actually caught a reception from Heineke as a as a kind of backup. But I, I'm I'm worried if Heineke can actually. So McLaurin was drafted in round three. Is he going to keep up that draft cap with Heineke? That's something I'll be watching. Logan Thomas was. Pretty much guaranteed to jump into that Hawkinson uh, 
Mark, Andrew, Tia, is that going to happen? So it's not really a Tarah from this group. Uh, not that I can find anyway, unless PS comes up for one, but I, I would be watching those two for sure. And obviously, the Tarah probably is any, any second receiver, just like the game we just talked about <clears throat> with Ridley, Gage, and Zach A.S. On this side, you're looking at Cam Sims, Diami Brown, Adam Humphries, all them going through that. Especially, you Yeah, I have to agree. It's it's a big blow to Washington. I mean, and fantasy, you've got a quarterback that loves to wear it out, and unfortunately now you you're not looking past McLaurin. And I was watching Logan Thomas because he was playing against me in a couple of leagues. He had no receptions up until the injury, and then he ended up with well, a Three. good few on the boards and a touchdown. So yeah, I think he is going to be the safety blanket now for his back for a while. So probably a plus there actually for Logan if you do Arizona potentially. Uh, McKissick but I'd be worried about the rest. McKissick's probably a Tara, if I'm honest. One carry mm. for eight yards and zero receptions on a, on a, on someone who is banking on those receptions he can go especially if you're on PPR. Yeah. Curtis Samuel is another name unfortunately got oh. injured oh. just before the start. <laughs> and now he's lost his QB I mean, uh, it's not it's not looking good. So yeah, no, t- I wouldn't say obviously any of the names of Taraz, but you're not happy about it. And yeah, Mike Williams. I mean, he looked he looked like the lead receiver. It's quite impressive, to be honest. I've been doubting him all off season, so I'll have to take it back if he does. Right, Bill Stevens. He just took it. This was probably the most one of the most interesting games really before obviously uh, the game started for me was was having a look at so Zach Moss straight away we're going to talk about Taraz I mean he didn't even suit up um, he he's got to be the biggest Taraz for, for this game uh, and I don't again why 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 roster someone uh, on the hope that he comes back it's a little bit different situation to Trey Sermon which we'll talk about. But this mm-hmm. uh, for me, Zach Moss. Um, the stars for me, not many in this game, as in zero. Uh, so I think it's just a wait and see across all the board. It was a very weird game. Pittsburgh uh, did not run that many plays, and they had two drives essentially, or two scoring plays. They scored one on the defense, obviously a block punt. And the other score was a one drive to DeAndre Johnson in the back of the end zone. Um, I didn't see much from Harris, but I'm not going to call him a Tara. Didn't see much from Claypool, but I knew we, we all knew that was going to be a slow game for the receivers. So hopefully you listened to us and sat the receivers because me and Matt did say that pre-game. But Harris is probably the one that everyone's a little bit worried on. I wouldn't worry about it because of the volume, personally. Yeah, I'm glad you yeah. said that, Harris. Not worried about Nadia's. I mean, he's going to get the carries. It was an odd game. I mean, the star of the game was the Steelers' D, so that says it all, really. Um, obviously, Josh Allen didn't show out, but can't really blame him too much. You got enough points on the board to get you over the line, Adam. But yeah, did he, did I he get you over the line. Uh, in one league, no, never. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah. Well, what do you, what do you get? You got sixteen point two. I don't think that's yeah. good enough for a round three or four. Or it's five. not, but it's. I wouldn't call it a donut 
or a Matt Ryan score or a Aaron Rodgers, or we might go on to like death. So it could be worse. But yeah, um, I Zach Moss. I'm a Zach Moss owner. Again, I I don't want to drop. I wouldn't drop him until I want to know the exact reason why he was inactive. I need to know. I I I really need to know why. So he was I've inactive into in this. that game. It'll make a difference to me. Apparently, Breeder outplayed him in the preseason. That's the answer. And they didn't want oh, to carry rumors. three. I, I don't... I, well, Breeder definitely... Is that about Breeder's mum? Breeder carried four times in this game, got four yards. So he's either about to be demoted or Zach Moss is awful. Because if you got outplayed by that, you're in trouble. Zach Moss last year, I would say he was like playing Singletary. He was putting the ball on the on the floor a little bit, Singletary last year. I don't know if one camp changes that. Mm. Singletary is not a superstar, but he's starting somehow. Yeah, and we haven't called him a star, by the way, because he just didn't perform. So that just shows how I, I think just stay away from this group. Would you start Sing? So if it, let me just ask you this. If it was Singletary and Breeder next week, would you start Singletary? I wouldn't start any Bills running exactly. back. Exactly. Like, at all. I wouldn't start them. Um, before the game either. But, but no, but what, what I'm saying is, you know, you think you're not going to start them because there was two of them, but now I'm telling you there's only one and you still wouldn't start. So he, you know. Sometimes, they are, they, they're your flex fill-ins, your bi-week fill-ins. They're good players to have on your bench sometimes. But right now, as I said, I need to know, I would like to know exactly why he was an inactive because that's not normal to have your rookie running back who was, he was the starter last year. Singletary was the passing down back. And then suddenly he's inactive. I like to know if something else went on. Yeah. If it's nothing and it and repeats next week, then absolutely there's a big problem. He's probably got to go. Hmm. Right. Lions 49ers. What a game. Well, what a fourth quarter. Absolutely. Hmm. I know. <laughs> uh, a few stars here. Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, we'll talk about him. Jamal Williams has got to be a star from where you drafted him to, to put up those points. Um, Jared Goff, how can we look past that? 33 points against San Francisco 49ers. Hawkinson's a star. Plenty of stars to, to talk about in this game. Sherfield's a star, I think. Not sure, to be honest. We'll have a chat about that one. And then uh, the Terraz, well, most disappear immediately. Don't even wait for the waivers. You don't want anyone who's going to be on IR unless you've got an IR spot. Even if, to be honest, even if I had an IR spot, I wouldn't keep most uh, I was thinking about this. So in our league, we don't have IR spot. And I was thinking, if I had one, would I keep him? And the answer is no, because Jeff Wilson and a few others would be back by then. You never know where he is on the depth charts. So he can go. And I'll tell you I was going to go as well. Tyrell Williams was a, was a popular late round ad when he was the only one standing, really, from the wide receiver core. This point, he's now got a concussion and he can be safely dropped for any of the wave five. So a couple of drops there as well. Ayuk, mm. is he a, he's obviously a Tara as in a phase, but you wouldn't drop, would you? Perhaps, no. <laughs> you, again, another one you want to find out exactly why inactive today. I've heard he some active. rumors, different rumors, but go on. He was active. Sorry, why he didn't? It was rumors. Sorry, they didn't play at all, basically because he was an illness or something. 
Well, there's a couple of rumors flying around, so I want to know again what's happened there. But yeah, Debo showed out star, I think, that match. I wouldn't, I hate to do this because Sheldon might be slightly right, but I won't say it exactly like that. <laughs> but um, that wasn't a normal game and it wasn't a normal comeback. So when the game was normal, yeah, to put it like that, TJ Hawkinson was my star. I mean, he was getting the targets, he was showing to be a very reliable tight end and doing exactly what you needed him to do. So I'd be very happy if I was a Hawkinson owner. After that, I went a bit mental, so I don't want to immediately jump on board with um, Williams and all in on Swift either until I see a normal game and Goss again. It becomes easier to throw the ball when you're so far behind and you have the freedom to do so. Goff through 57 times. I, I can probably bet all of my money that won't happen again. Um, yeah. And also they ran the most amount of plays pretty much that I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen someone run so many plays. So, you know, Swift and Williams. I think I was surprised actually how, how, how many holes there were for those two early on. I think Williams, to be honest, was running. I was watching, you know, the first couple of drives there. Williams was out first, by the way, so he had the first drive. Mm. And he looked, he did look really good. He had one run up the middle, which was strong. Um, and I did think, actually, when he got to the second level, if that was Swift, he might have made that safety miss. But Williams just decided to run him over. I, I, he, got, he got eight receptions. Swift got eight receptions as well. So these are... Uh, what I saw was Goff looking at his running backs and his tight ends only. So Hawkinson and the running backs. So, you know, we're going to talk about Cephas maybe in a bit. Um, now Williams is out with a concussion. That might change things there because he looked good in the last couple of drives. But Hawkinson, um, I think the running backs are safe just because they're off the receiving option. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not going to happen again. Yeah, it confirmed what we knew. The Hawkinson and Swift were the main names in this offense. But I think the fun bit is they... They know they have nothing to play for most of this season. They're not making the playoffs. But I think you are going to see a lot of freedom from these players. And this might suit Goff. He's not under the pressure he was at the Rams. So you might see a better version of him. Certainly a more free-throwing one, perhaps. But I yeah. won't be touching any of the receivers. There's a named Hawkinson. Regardless. Bengals, Vikings. Bengals, Say it, Here's a surprise. Oh, Joe Mixon outstanding. Um, so there carries. was a moment, 29 <laughs> carries and four receptions. And he was making, I, I saw something, he had the most amount of missed, forced missed tackles. He just looked, every time I watch him when he's fit, he looks like the best running back in the league, I'm telling you, in terms of talent-wise. And he, he showed it on the first week. Now, is he, so... Uh, what I liked about it, when he was out there, he didn't come off the field at third down. It was Chris Evans didn't touch the field, for starters. Um, and Pirine only came in when he has his ankle taped up, which was one of the worst moments of my weekend for that five minutes when they said <laughs> they said Mixon was on the on the table getting his ankle uh, taped up. Honestly, at that point, I thought the world was ending. I already <laughs> lost most. Of it. I lost most of it at that point already. I was ready to throw in the towel. Um, but I, I don't know why I'm talking about Mixon. We know he's a star. Jamar Chase, star. Adam Thielen was our star. One of, he was mentioned by someone, me probably, on the start of the week. And he was incredible. 
that's it. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I would put as a star. If I'm honest, I, everybody was watching him. Everybody, all eyes were on Burrow to, uh, this game. Just how is his knee going to hold up? Yeah, she scrambled around, made some nice throws. He, he did what he did do this time. I think he, he, the Vikings were getting home to him, and he didn't try and force anything. He took the sack. Um, I think the Vikings. Let me just sack I mean, The Vikings have five sacks. There you go. So I did see him go down quite a lot, and I and I and I when I saw that, I thought. You know, he's not forcing anything. He knows he's going down. And uh, to be honest, the Cincinnati Bengals surprised me. This was a surprise. I think Cello, Cello thought Minnesota were a lot, if you remember. Him saying uh, they're going to they're gonna win quite easily. And uh, they scrambled to overtime, if you remember. Cincinnati were comfortably in the lead at the fourth quarter. So, yeah, Jamal Chase was a start. I think Tyler Boyd's in trouble, if I had to say a Tarah from here. Um, he only got four targets from someone who is relying on targets don't forget uh, whereas Chase and Higgins can probably break them deeper and Boyd needs that body he didn't get it mm-hmm. I, I'd actually say T Higgins was a star in my eyes I know Jamar I think we were set expecting a little bit less from Jamar because of what we heard out of camp and when he obviously got that 50 yard touchdown it was a big cheer but I think T Higgins actually played really well got more targets I think Quite happy if you had Tig against that offense. He's and a touchdown as well, didn't he? So yeah, I'm quite yeah. happy with Tig against. Um, I have to agree with the rest of it. I think another start, Osborne. Uh, KJ Osborne. Yeah, we're going to talk about him. Yeah, obviously when we come on, we go into a bit more detail. But I have no way for me. I think yeah, we will discuss it later on. But yeah, but he's on stars. the field. He's on the field in three wide receiver sets. And he, he was clearly on the field as well, a lot of the time. Got nine targets coming out of nowhere. Yeah, not many worries for me and our team, but yeah, Boyd. You are Boyd, don't you? You probably wouldn't have paid too much for him in a draft, so you wouldn't be massively worried. But yeah, it didn't look good today. No. Like Panthers, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the star is not many. He's uh, looking if hard. I'm honest, I'm looking hard. I would say Terrence Mar- uh, So Terrence Marshall got six targets. Um, I, th- I, th- if I had, if I had, if I was open and honest, I think I would put his over under about three and a half targets as a rookie. So you know he's already gaining that trust from Donald. He's looking that way. That's probably as much as a kind of. Opening first game, I could ask from a rookie, not names, you know, Chase, Waddle, or talk about Waddle and uh, Smith. You know, those three obviously scored a touchdown. They look the target leader. DJ Moore um, probably was a star compared to last year. Um, and Corey Davis was the one who stands out as the, as the main star for this game. Um, but, but I've got a bit of a worry about Corey Davis because when we look at the Taraz, and they are plenty, all, all the running backs in New York Jets, <laughs> I wouldn't touch. Um, I'd actually say the two quarterbacks looked dodgy uh, the whole game. I wasn't comfortable with that. Donald fumbled down in the goal line, or was it C-Mac? He was a handoff, but you can't be doing that against good. And Zach Wilson didn't, yeah. Zach Wilson didn't actually turn up until the end of the third quarter. So, you know, we call it rookie jitters or whatever, but Corey Davis is, that worries me a little bit, you know. the fact that the Jets are going to be bad, then Corey Davis is going to be bad. I think 
uh, as well. So I would just be a bit wary of that. But, you know, in this game, he was a star. He produced like a star. Yeah, I agree with all the stars. I wouldn't say Wilson was a Tara, mainly because it's, I think it's exactly what people expected. I mean, he's a rookie stepping on the field. On the, on the road, on the road as well. That's yeah. And one of the throws absolutely horrendous. So I, me- I can't remember exactly. But <laughs> it was a third, it was a third down. It was a third and six. And there was a guy, I think it was Elijah Moore, who, who by the way, we should talk about because I got that one wrong uh, big time. I thought he would be safe. He was running across the field and he missed him by about 10 yards short as well. It was short. It was it was a terrible throw. Um, there were some decisions a, there that were bad. Yeah, were bad. So yeah, you're going to get interception. You, I don't. You obviously can't start him. I, I'm not sure if anyone's drafted him. Obviously, if we're, we're talking redraft here anyway. But yeah, yeah, I agree with all the stars. I mean, you got you got like Corey Davis, really. I mean, none of the other Jets receivers looked capable. Yeah, let's say that. So if you got him, you're pretty happy. You didn't pay. King's ransom in the draft, so yeah, it, it was a good day. Donald's Donald's more of a worry because you don't expect that kind of performance from him. But at home I, against the Jets, I thought that was a smash spot for him to just say, right, you know, I'm back. Yeah, you know, it's against my old team. Uh, he threw one and ran one in, and that, you know, when does he run? When will he run that in instead of C Mac again? So I think you could take four points off him. You know. In a normal, yeah, in a normal game, he's down at about 16, 15 points even. Yeah. Um, and that was a home maybe, against the Jets. Maybe Robbie Anderson. Slight worry. So I said, if anyone, if this rookie was going to take uh, snaps and catches away from anyone, it's going to be Robbie Anderson. Yeah. I was thinking in preseason. It's why I got rid of him. But yeah, he's, this, is I think this, from, this is a good shout from um, I didn't see this coming, and I, we should have because we had a chat about it. C-Mac is going to get targets. He got nine targets, so he he had more targets than DJ Moore. He had more targets than Anderson and Marshall. So there's your wide receiver one. He's back, so he wasn't there last year. So you know we we knew it was coming. We just didn't know who was going to get affected. If I'm honest, I thought it would be more half and half with DJ Moore, but DJ Moore had eight targets, so his didn't actually get affected. So Robbie. He, I've got him in one league. He's just scored. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to sell him. If I'm honest. I'll sell him straight away. I, I, uh, I've been saying it, but I think you have. You see, I didn't think I'll agree with you. Terrence Marshall will come on this quickly. For those, he had double the amount of targets you'd expect, and they came from Robbie Anderson. If that's the trend, then you you got to be very worried. Nice. McCaffrey had over twenty points today. Laughable and yeah. laughable. Yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, he did the same recently as well, didn't he? A couple of years ago, I was hearing something that he did something very similar. He was yeah. the wide receiver, um, the running back one without a touchdown. Very rare. Um. Okay. Titans. Cardinals. Cardinals. Beautiful game. This one. Kyler Murray was an absolute. I've never seen a quarterback. On the road in week one, perform like that. Possessed. He was incredible. Some of the throws, there was one when he ran around and he found Rondell Moore down the sideline. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant play. Hopkins, uh, star, obviously. Christian Kirk, we'll just go past most of them. Kirk, Kirk was obviously a surprise star in this game. I think we can all agree with that. Although we didn't know one of them was going to come out of it. You know, Kirk, Moore, and Green, they all had roughly the same targets, five or six. 
but it felt like obviously Kirk's two touchdowns, and they were both his second touchdown was an incredible catch. Um, so yeah, he would be the star of the show, and for me, there's only one Tara, as in a fade. I wouldn't drop him, but Julio Jones looked terrible. Worst I've ever seen him, and he's one of my favorite players of all time. He looked awful. They made me sad. What <laughs> was the number change? Yeah. Number change. I mean, you just look at the player who hasn't trained. If you, he, he spent, he didn't step on the field in preseason. He didn't spend most of the preseason training. If you're 24, 25, you can do that. It's fine. But he looked like a 33 year old who hasn't played for eight months. That's exactly what he looked like. Yeah. I think you had, as you said it, you had, I think you had to respect it. I won't worry too much, but if you, the problem is if you spent a high draft pick on him, which would be a mistake. But I don't think you should have. But yeah, AJ Green, I'd I wouldn't say he had a great performance. I I'd be a little bit worried if I had one of these receivers that wasn't D Hop because you'd have to think that one of them's not going to have a good game each week, and I think it could rotate. It's not going to be any given name. I think it's going to change each week, so you might have a problem streaming them. So, but yeah, Derek Henry did have a great day, but I won't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, you're, so you're not worried about Derek Henry? He had nine rushing yards in the first half. No. What? Why would you be worried? I mean, we all know he can run the ball. If they give him the ball, he'll do the job. But they just—I don't know. Kyler Murray just stole the show, and it seemed to steal all of the life out of the Titans. They just didn't look at it, to be honest. Uh, actually, good show. I, I'm not worried. I didn't bring him up earlier, uh, mainly because I did see him catch the ball. Catch caught three. So even oh. when they were behind. Okay, two springs. Good game. Good game. Great game. A lot of stars. Chubb Hunt, I would put Hunt in that category, even though with his low volume, he did score, but he still looked good. Uh, obviously, Hill, uh, Kelp. A star that I, I'm going to bring up, David and Joku, I think he's back on the radar. People, uh, everyone remembers David and Joku as the superstar tight end coming out, and he did nothing. He was in that OJ Howard class, wasn't he? Uh, and Evan Ingram, <laughs> best class ever. Really, only ever. Top back, you know. <laughs> but and Joku looked—he just looked strong and like tall, fast. Looked great, like, tight end. Surprised how many targets he had. Um, five targets. Cooper had three and five two. The problem is, are you going to start some you know, timeshare by end? I th- it's worth adding on there that those targets, I think two of them were in the end zone, which was the yeah. key bit for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We missed them both, don't get me wrong. Well, Baker <laughs> missed it on one. But oh, that, that was one, important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Taraz for me, all the Chiefs receivers, not named Hill. So Hardman, Robinson, and Pringle, you can get rid of all of them if you. The waiver wire names are going to come up later. I'd rather have any of them over them. Hardman was a popular choice, obviously. Second receiver and all that from Mahomes' offense. But actually, you know, we know they're only going to go to two people and the running back, so three. So uh, forget about Hardman, Robin, Pring. Yeah. I'm going with else on there, probably. No, you said it there. I never understood the Hardman hype. And he, he was always going to be the fourth receiver on that team. Behind the three you said, 
but I just don't think he's that great anyway. So I, I don't get it. So yeah. In in terms of the on the Brown side of the ball, Baker didn't didn't really look like throwing a touchdown. They just kept running the ball. That's gonna be the theme throughout the year, which might be a problem if you are rolling Baker. Hunt. I like Hunt, but I don't think that game was a, a great example of why he's good because it was a revenge game for him. And yeah, he literally walked the ball into the end zone at, at times. So it was a bit embarrassing what the Chiefs were doing on terms of running defense. But I don't know if that was a great example. But yeah, the, going forwards, they're both going to be stars because they're just going to keep running the ball at you, down your throat. So I'd be yeah. more worried about Baker than any of the running backs. But yeah, I think I think Odell, I, I actually think Odell will help this off. I, I'm I'm helping. I know we everyone laughs and joke about it. That actually they were beating the Chiefs away without Beckham. Are they a better team without Beckham? Yada yada yada. Mm. At the end of the day, they lost the game. Um, and not only did they lose the game, Baker only had 13 fancy points. So Beckham would have helped the whole team. Just be honest. Them. That's Dolphins. <laughs> What's this? What game? Dolphins. Dolphins and the Dolphins. Pats. Dolphins yeah, this was a really good game to watch. Again, there's a few nice games in the late. Well, actually, two. This one and the, the one you just mentioned that I enjoyed watching. Um, the star for me was what? Uh, well, Waddle was one. I thought Waddle was good. I think Harris was good running the boy. He popped off. Uh, running obviously had a, a horrible fumble at the end of the game, but but Mac Jones and Tua actually looked pretty good. Tua, I would say Mac Jones actually outperformed Tua, um, and we gotta be careful here because obviously fantasy wise they didn't actually put those that big a number up, but actually for Mac Jones's first game I thought he, I was very pleasantly surprised. He threw 20, 39 times, completed 29 of them, 281 yards, etc. And that's a pretty nice stat. And he obviously doesn't run. Um, so, you know, Tua did run, run and got that touchdown with his legs, but actually, Mac Jones outperformed him in this game. James White, a good star on this one because obviously, with Mac Jones starting, he got six receptions, so he looked nice for that, for White. Um, and, the, and the Taraz, Mike Gesicki, massive, massive fade there after that game. I mean, in a game where Waddle and Parker are the only two options. Um, Will Fuller's still suspended, don't forget, and Preston Williams is in act. So next week, those two could easily be back in balls. This was Gasicki's chance to really shine. Uh, and I know a lot of people played him because of that, and they just got burned. Gaskin didn't get the 10 carries, but he got five or seven. So I don't say about that. Yeah, right. There's very little to add to that. I was quite, I don't know about anyone else, side note, I was quite excited to watch the pass. I was really interested to see what Bear Chat was going to do with all his new toys. Yeah. And it was quite fun to see some of the plays they were coming up with. Yeah, I got to agree. Mac looked very assured, to be honest, at quarterback for a rookie start. But he wasn't asked to do a lot, in fairness to him, which was probably best. Same with Tua, he didn't really, again, do a lot or have to do a lot. They were both playing sort of functional football. But Gazicki, I mean, it wasn't just a lack of targets. It was at the end of the game where he had the ball in his hand, juggling it, and then ended up giving it to the Pats, which incidentally cost me my fancy game, but something like that. That's the whole it thing, was right? shocking. 
It was shocking. I mean, it'd be, well, it'd Harris, be hard. Ball, Harris, Harris give the ball back to them. That was a funny thing. That was game over, wasn't it? So basically now, Pats just had to kick the field goal to win. And they were inside the tent. Harris give the ball back to them. I'm, I'm looking very closely at what Bill Belichick is going to do with Harris. That, he literally handed the ball back to win. So, uh, I, I don't know if he's. Let me just tell you something. On, on that, on that two, uh, on that interception you just threw. That was the worst play I've saw all weekend from a quarterback. Two as one. It was the mm-hmm. one of the worst. Throw. He ran around and then he threw it back across his body high. You know, it didn't hit Gasicki in the hand. He didn't drop it. it hit, I think it tipped off a Patriots player first, then Gasicki, then back to the Patriots. So it was just an awful play by Tua. And I think you know, he was lucky to get away with that. Yeah, that was getting to the point of it. When they, well, he didn't find the getaway of it. But yeah, when, they, when they're asked to play functional, simple football, they, they look good, controlled. But it's when they, you start asking them to improvise, especially Tua, he was silly things. But yeah. It's he's only second year, so it's not jumped to anything. But yeah, I don't think he's going to drop Damien Harris. I mean, Ramondre made Stevenson done exactly the same thing when he was brought onto the field. So who else? They got JJ Taylor and James White's never going to run the ball anyway. So no, I I wouldn't be too worried about Damien Harris. But yeah, he can't do it again. <laughs> so that way, not that key point of the game. No. Let's speed through these next four then. So, Giants, Broncos. All right, one star from the Giants. And I won't say what, uh, Judy, because he's gone, but he did look super before he left. I think Noah Fant, um, his targets through the roof. That's all I'll say to keep it quick. And a fade would easily be Saquon back. What about yours, P? Yeah, Saquon, sit. Should have been a sit. I think it might be a sit this week coming up as well. There's another big risk, but we talked about that separately. I don't know. I have to agree with Fant. With Judy, he looks like being the main man in that offense. Tim Patrick looked good when he got yep. his chance with Judy out. Um, I think Galladay had may have underperformed, but he got a lot of red zone look, which a combination of four throws and good defense. So. It, on a normal day, you have to assume he's going to get one of those. So we would have had a much better day. So I think Holiday's okay. No one worry too much about his score. Cool. Oh, my God. There's only one name, well, let's, well, let's just, all the, I mean, in terms of the fades, let's do that. All the Packers, easy. <laughs> um, but you're going to play them all, you know, with Rogers, Jones, you're playing them both. Uh, Tonyan looked awful. Uh, and Adams you're playing again. So, in terms of the uh, the stars, Winston, Mara, they just they had the ball so much and they controlled the clock. Um, I I'm not sure about the pass catches still. Um, Callaway, I'm surprised we only have one, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be uh, worried about. Really no, with the Packers, you just have to chalk it up to a bad day for the office because. Really, you haven't got a choice because you've got so many of their stars. You're going to blame anyway. So you have to hope yeah. it's a bad day. Callaway, yeah. I'd be more worried about because that was very odd. I mean, they didn't get any targets. And he should have. They were throwing the ball for fun. So that, that was odd. And Packers play Lions next week. Rebound. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams and the Bears. Good game. Good game. Montgomery is surprisingly a stand game. I thought he was excellent and looked fast. Super Cup, strong. Uh, Henderson looked good, but only at the end. I think they passed first, Rams. I think in the neutral game, when it was, when it, when I, what I noticed anyway, Stafford wanted to throw the ball. He checked out of a few runs um, into the passes. So Stafford sees, I mean, he got 28 points. I think that looked great. Um, so yeah, Stafford Monty, Cup, Higby, I would put as a star as well. No one else in that tight end. He's on his own. Fades. I'm not worried about Robinson yet. Uh, although some people will be. So that might be an opportunity to buy low Robinson. And I'd put Sony Michelle in the way because people are picking it up. Ryan Tan, them, he can be dropped. Or he's a hanker, whatever. Yeah, I think everything went to plan for everyone out in fantasy, apart from Alan Robinson, really. And I wouldn't be worried about Robinson, I'd have to agree. So, yeah, not a lot there. Nice, and then last night, the game Raiders went to overtime. Cracking game. Mm. Cracking game. Star. No, the star of the show, Brian Edwards. What a super. (laughs) (laughs) When it matters, when it matters. You know, I watched the whole game, obviously. And I was livid. They didn't look at him once. They were giving Waller nine target. Four. How do you count them targets? Not fair because obviously Waller's 10 19. Back Some of the Anyway, when the game matched, he stopped looking at Darren Waller and looked superstar white. And he came through big. Basically, game. Uh, I can't believe it took him that long to trust that he is. He's everyone. So he's <laughs> Tyson Williams, obviously, but he got nine carries. But Murray got ten. Tyson Williams touchdown. I don't Murray had a nice touchdown of his own, to be honest. Uh, so... I'd be worried that Murray has essentially walked in off the street and he got a near-even split. That'd be a moment. But yeah, we weren't expecting World Tyson Williams anyway, so they're the two opportunities on the wire if they're still there, obviously. Tyson Williams should not be on the wire. No, no the game. I, I don't think either of them should be, but if they are, they attack. A little bit worried about Mark Andrews, if I'm honest. Five receptions in a game where they were not winning. You know, on the mark throw five. Mm. Not sorry, not reception. Five target. That's low for some thinking. Um, especially with Bateman. Jacobs. He had a few uh, games I, like I that last Jacob year. Though. I thought Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> stretch plays. Nothing. A random stretch. I have all the running backs this week. Marquis Brown? Yeah, there you I... go. Something like that. But six of six, he caught everything his way. Pretty good. It did, but I just don't think that volume's enough to sustain him. 
an option. I just don't yeah. think six targets. That's his. That's his peak. Yep. Right. Nice. Well, plenty. We said there'd be plenty to talk about, and uh, there were plenty of stars. Um, let's talk about waivers. You peppered some some points in there about who you'd be looking at and who you'd be willing to drop. Let's start in the QB position. Tony, give us a, some quarterback to be uh, head to the wire for this week, if you need. I think Winston and Teddy B. Not only have they got good matchups next week, both of them played well, they look comfortable. Don't think of either of them. So don't forget these two were the camp battles. Some I was watching both. They got off to both sides very hot and both be streamed. Took the words out of my mouth. Over Winston should be on. I mean, I think he won the job just before most drafts, so he should be on someone's roster. But yeah, he's yep. he's the name, the first one on the list. Yeah, Panthers. Any other QBs to check in? Or any Don't QBs get Haneke. No, so. Don't get Haneke. Drop the ball. Baker probably drop the ball. Because I think he's going to have a game script like this again against Kansas City, even though they were winning. You know, they scored 29 points. He could probably be... He's scoring 16 fancy points, or 13 fancy points, in a game against Kansas City when they need to throw to stay in it. He can go... Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Ryan, uh, gotta be careful. I know Pietro wants to keep Matt Ryan. Uh, just thinking about names that would have been drafted. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> I you said you're not worried about. Um, I'm not worried Ryan. about the receivers. I'm worried about Matt Ryan. He's going to throw interceptions for fun this year. They're going to be behind a lot. Yep. Darnold should be on the wire. Got him for whatever reason. Zach Wilson should place. not be owned. Yeah, Zach Wilson should be owned. I, I wouldn't chase Mac either. Mac Jones, I don't think he's yeah. got enough fancy points to warrant rostering. Tours on the borderline there, but I, again, I would there's a better option okay. in fantasy. Running backs. Ooh, rushing, for the wire. rushing running backs. I like that, Matt. I'll please. Um, that's his highlight. Yeah, I'm off. Good log off now, mate. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell should be owned as the first name out of the back. I would be a little bit nervous. Like, there's no way Sermon is going to be an active man. So, Sermon's going to be active. Mitchell's going to be active. He's going to be active. Prepare yourself for three, those three to be active. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, then Shannon will be the way. That'll be fun. But yeah, should be picked up. I would say hasty. Uh, some other names. Carlos Hyde should definitely be picked up because he's got the Aaron's coach. Let's say Tyson and Maria on the wire, they should be on. No both, both of them. Kenny no Gainwell's a nice stash. He's got nine carries in that game and he is the path factor. Although Sanders looked pretty good. They're not going to drop Sanders. I was impressed by Sanders, if I'm honest. Um, I know Cello. Does Cello like Sanders or not? He hates him. He, he owns him, which is why he hates him. Because <laughs> he underperforms. He's never good enough. It's another player who's shot, yeah. but Cello like. Uh, he looked like a man playing for his job. Good stuff. 
Honestly. Yeah, Gain, really Gainwell's did. a nice stat. Gainwell's a nice stat. Cordell Patterson, if you're deep league, Mark Ingram, but don't expect that. As I said earlier with Ingram, stream him, hoping he gets a touchdown, and he's probably the most likely out of the three. Lindsay is just can't get in the end zone, can't fall in the end zone. Let's put it like this: I rather, I rather the New Orleans, what's the New Orleans guy, Tony Jones. I rather Tony Jones. Than... Yeah, you're desperate times if you look at those names anyway. Receivers. I just see. I like. I like to. Cedric Wilson uh, is growing on me a lot. He's going to be in three. I mean, how many times that's going to throw the ball? He's literally going to step into that Michael Gallup. Actually, he's more versatile than Gallup. He actually goes in the slot. Wilson, um, and you can see him. See, he's quite spot. Getting back. Um, play special teams. I like him a lot. Uh, Tim Patrick should be mentioned. I think Tim Patrick will be the hammer. This, but I, you know, I would put. I'd um, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Tim Patrick had a cool look. Because he sounds like he's yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I can see that. Zach Pascal, I put in for Pierre's I, I have no faith in him back from a neck surgery a neck disc surgery so Hilton doesn't come back from a twisted ankle yeah now I'm he's not, got he, he's under the I'm knife not doubting a, a it. disc in his neck I, I think Pascal uh, all I'm saying is we've been down this road before chase the receiver in the Colts offense you can keep chasing it it's like chasing the white rabbit you don't know where you're going to end up so <laughs> I wouldn't invest I would not invest heavily KJ Osborne is the name I'd mention. I mean, you yes, can't ignore the target. Yeah. You just have to give, give three wide receiver sets. He's in, and there's no one else coming in. Me and Mar- Smith Marset wasn't involved. Um, you know, BC Johnson. Oh, I don't think actually he, no, he wasn't there. But anyway, it was just those three. He was the third receiver. Yeah. So yeah. Chase like targets, that. not touchdowns. Yep. That's, that's what I'd say. That's the Mike Evans well. speciality. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, the first one on your list, Tony. Zach Pascal threw the ball more than anyone else. Even more than Goff. Even more. One more than Goff. Oh, there you go. There you go. Zach's going to wear it out. Good Mm. good shapes. And then tight ends. Mm. So I can't remember who I had on my list because I love tight ends. Actually, Farrah Brown for the uh, Houston Texans. He had five receivers. Houston, we all thought Jordan Aikens was probably the number one receiver, uh, tight end there. But Farrah Brown actually made a spectacular one-handed catch as well. He was used more passing than a blocker. Everyone thought he was a blocker. He came out and he ran routes and he looked strong. Um, if he's going to own that tight end room, we know what the receivers there are like. It's Brandon Cooks and no one else. And if Tyrod's going to play well, why not? Why not roster a Texan? Adam Troutman, six targets from Winston. Again, who are the receivers in that other, in the Saints offense? DeAndre Harris, Marcus Calloway didn't show anything. So you're looking at the tight ends, Adam Troutman and Juwan Johnson. Johnson got the touchdowns, but Troutman got the volume. So we're going with that theory that Pietro just said, and we're going Troutman, I think. 
he talked about in the off season. It's with uh, with the punt, wasn't he? Cole Komet in for the Bears. Uh, yeah, I like that. I mean, he had seven seven targets and yeah, before Mooney. So I think he's 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 there or thereabouts as a number two on that offense. So I I really think he's worth a shot if he's on the wire. That is. Yeah, guys are on the Jared Cook. I would say if he's on the wire, he cannot be on the wire. Can oh, he? Yeah. He might be. Absolute superstar. Yeah. And that's why you mentioned. I think sooner or later, sooner or later. So there's a couple of stashes. Players Watkins, we didn't get to him. Um, game well, he's a good stash. And I put Pat Frymouth as a stash for the tight end. Sooner or later, Ebron is either going to get injured or they're just going to realize that he's then. Um, and it'll be the Pat Primus show, but he's got those receivers mm-hmm. to target. So, um, but again, by then, by the time he pops up, Deontay will be on IR or something. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> another injury scare. He went to the locker room halfway through the game. I mean, it's same. I know we laugh at these players, but the same players are going down. Most I had most of them last year. I had most of and Deontay Johnson. Um, Mix and I had everywhere last year. He went down. You know, he's on the table this time. It's just funny to see the same names struggling in week one. You told me I'm not allowed to talk about injuries. Yeah, you you, you (laughs) simply have to. We have to. Like, yeah, there are some players that we have to. I'm coming to that. Uh, I really thought New Year, I wasn't going to talk about it. I was going to stay positive. But no, they were the same names were in in the bloody tent all the time. Um, Did we mention Sherfield? I I I said Stash in redraft. I don't think you can ever stash a tight end waiting <laughs> like Pat Fremo. No, that's a good even shout. if he, even if he is going to explode. Simply, you we haven't even got to the bye week from when. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, no, that's it's fair. That's hard. a really that's a good bit of advice. You you would have um, Kenny Gainwell and Quas Watkins. Like, I would stash actually in redraft because uh, Rego only popped right at the end. Quas actually mm. looked involved. Um, with a tight end, probably just keep that name in your mind because tight ends will go down. Most injured position. So, you know, he's... Elastic Kelsey. Uh, yeah. He's got him. Superman. He's, I've, has he been injured? Someone tell me. He has, yeah. I don't think... Early days. <laughs> I remember. Early, early in his career. 1998. Uh, we didn't mention Sherfield, but keep an eye on it. Are you... I, I tell you now, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm going to put this out there. He left Ayuk not on the in, um, inactive list. It wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't practice all week he's inactive. So if that's the case, Shift feels a pick up. I don't know what's going have on with Ayuk. Not waivers, but have we gone this whole show without mentioning Chase Edmonds? We have. We have. Yeah. Chase yeah. Edmonds. Talking about injuries, James Connors right there for uh, your injury target. Solid <laughs> <Bring it up laughs> running back there. Right. I didn't actually like. I didn't actually like what I saw from Edmonds. Uh, he got most of his yards right at the end of the half on a garbage play. Literally, he caught like, the ball. He caught the ball as well, so you can take half a point off the reception in normal. And and he got forty-five yards, so you take all them away. He didn't have a good game. Again, not being used by the goal line scares the life out of me. I was expecting more from Edmonds, if I'm honest. More. Oh. <laughs> um, Just wait for the Connor injury. <laughs> yeah. What defenses are playing? Oh, it's, we're not doing defenses, are we? Or kickers? No, I, do, I agree. Get them out of here. <laughs> what's a, what's a kicker? A conversation with 
Um, What's a kicker? I'll tell you what we are doing, though. We're going to preview the Giants versus Washington football team. Quickly. So, nice. 41 over under. Oh, that is minging. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? What are your recommendations for anyone listening around that? Saquon. I, I don't want to start Saquon. anyone from the Giants. Not even Shaq. If you got the luxury, you sit Saquon. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. If I wouldn't start is. any of them. It's a big if. I, I would, I, as I said. You're going to start Shepard? The only one to discuss. I don't, I don't want to start any of them. If you've got Golladay, as I said, you are literally hoping he, set, he catches a touchdown because it's, it's not that type of game. It's not a good game. Yeah, Golladay could be them. started. He could be started. I think you'd have to, them. probably. Yeah. But then again, Saquon, you're probably starting as well. But if you could sit them all and you got that luxury, you should. <laughs> again, with the Was- Washington, I'm Logan Thomas, you're starting. And you're starting McLaurin. Gibson. Love-wise, yeah, Gibson, sorry. But other than that, you're not looking for streamers in this game. It's not yeah. the game for that. It's quite an easy, easy, uh, easy one to talk about this. 41, you're not starting either quarterbacks. Washington defense, start them. If we're talking defense. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy, easy peasy. Want to um, easy. hazard a guess at the uh, winner of that one? Washington. Washington at home, are they? If Washington at home, so. yes. Even if they're away, Washington. I think Fantastic. the defense is too strong. You can see uh, Dan jumps. Fumbling a few more. He had another fumble again, didn't he, the other day? Harry, uh, yes, Harry and just, just a fumble machine. <laughs> He's a soft target, isn't he? Yeah. Barkley's limited for Tuesday's walk. There you go. Breaking You'll news, be seeing so that a lot all year. He won't, he won't be playing. He won't be in, sorry, he won't be starting in lineups. I, I can promise you. There we go then. So, yeah, that's the preview. We'll be back on Friday. About Sunday and Monday game. Exciting to uh, another big week. Tony, where can people find you on Twitter besides everywhere? Because I've seen you lighten up. Yeah, I'm kicking off at the moment. Uh, FF underscore lights out seven dot com. That's not right, is it? <laughs> no, not even close. Nah, <laughs> close enough, mate. On the Thanks internet so. machine, you can find them. On the internet. Pietro, where can people find you? I have no idea. Where can they find me, Matt? They can find you oh. in that nice room you're sat in right now, holding that nice title belt. And they can find that. you at Bangers Trash Hardwheel and plenty of content about how Weaver wire picked up this week. All from Don't Yourself. So go check that out. Like I said, we'll be back Friday to talk about the rest of the games and to review what might be a core uh, game business. 10-7. 10-7. Oh, just Bye. Right, take care. Bye.